All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? And happy Mother's Day to you. What's it like to be a mom today, Jake? Um, If you're saying that because I've grown quarantine breasts, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't appreciate it. <laughs> my uh, my wife is fighting with our kids upstairs, so it's a good mom day for her. I, uh, um, Our son woke her up with a hug. Happy Mother's Day. And I tried to explain to him, you don't wake up kids oh and here he is hey buddy what's going on hello okay well okay you can you get it for her? i'm i'm busy jake says hi close the door please buddy well tell mommy daddy's recording in the basement please this is great podcasting right here everybody this, this is what people tune in to listen to you're gonna hear my dogs too because amy's teaching a uh a class out in the living room and so, the and so they're trapped with you with yeah. Well, that's good. Um, before we jump into things, you got anything you want to uh, hit up? I sent you some new. Oh, I do. We One, I made a note. Uh, Jake, you and I, our podcast, Idiots on Parade, is now being heard on Chicago Comedy Scene Radio every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. You can find oh, nice. that at yeah, Chicago, uh, Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio.com. It's the uh, talk side of they, they they play comedy bits and they just added a second channel for talk and interviews and we are on tuesdays at 5 a.m 5 p.m chicago's comedy scene chicago scene comedy radio that's awesome hello yeah. chicago thank you for playing us thank you for listening not just chicago but it's it's a web-based radio so it's technically chicago but anybody worldwide can still hear us all right then chicago style pizza is better than new york as is any style pizza where you happen to be listening from Ah, trying to start a fight right off the bat. Unless you're listening from New York, then uh, then I don't know. I guess I guess a uh, it's a little paradox, isn't it? I think we can. I will open up in the in the center of Manhattan. I think we can both agree that Chicago and New 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 York. I don't know why I couldn't say that style pizza are better than California Pizza Kitchen, which not bad, but not it's California pizza is not pizza. Is there a California style pizza, or is it just? Well, I mean, oh, the restaurant is California Pizza Kitchen, and I think they tried to brand it as a California-style pizza. I I ate it when I lived there. It's not bad, but it doesn't it doesn't hit home the way Chicago or New York does. Yeah, I was gonna say I've I've never even heard of this. I mean, what's it what's it like? I mean, is it is it a different style? I like I just said I don't remember. I moved I left Los Angeles in two thousand seven, and so that was a long time. Goddamn so, so you time blocked ago. out the entire the entire style of california pizza yeah like like, like a kid that was abused <laughs> i tried to well i said that's why i said we can all agree whether you think chicago or new york style pizza is better we can all agree that both are better than california so yes i did block it out you know where it does have a good a good style pizza that i've never had before um uh, until recently uh detroit style pizza i did not know that was a thing please explain it's pretty good, man. It's like a deep dish, but they they have they have these sort of um oh these pans that kind of come in at an angle and they and they put cheese all around the outside. So you have this um this sort of crust that's like seared cheese at the top instead of the doughy crust. I I think I would enjoy that. It's pretty that good. Sounds kind of neat. It's solid. And they had it right in the middle of Manhattan. So it's like that's a hey man, if you can if you can open up a pizza shop in Manhattan under a different city's, you know. Yeah. Name you can and, elbow your way in there. Yeah, yeah, and people will still eat it. That means it's good. All right. Well, let's jump in with this week's news. And uh, I think, to me, the big 
exciting, I don't know if you want to call it shocking, news story of the week is everybody's provocateur, Milo Yiannopoulos, is no longer gay. Is he opening a pizza store? No, he should open a pizza store, but he's no longer gay. He now identifies as ex-gay, and he threw a party to throw his $150,000 gay engagement ring, uh, which he calls a sodomy stone, into the ocean near Hawaii. And I think my favorite part of this story is all the viewers and readers that compared it to uh, the woman throwing the uh, necklace or whatever it was at the end. I only saw the movie once at the end of Titanic saying, yes, you're so not gay that you mirrored the movie Titanic, Milo. But he says that he He's always probably was, listening to Celine Dion when it happened. I think he was, wasn't he? I have yes, no idea. He did. He did? Here's here's the, the <laughs> article is in LGBTQ nation. This is not a uh, like a CNN article. Is it? They uh, the quote they have is. It's called, wait, I just passed it. Just to show how not gay he is now, Milo decided to get drunk on a boat and throw a ring into the ocean while Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On played. So yes, it's an exact parody of uh, of Titanic. Yeah, I mean, this is clearly all a, a publicity stunt. That's all he ever is, yeah. Yeah, anyone who takes this serious. I, I actually heard him on a podcast uh, about a month ago talking about this. About the ring? About the no, being ex-gay or? About being ex-gay. Yeah. He was on Legion of Skanks like a month ago talking about this. Well, what did he have to say? Because the article he says that he only did the whole, quote, gay thing is because he likes to push buttons. And at the time, his quote, uh, he only went so far as to say he was gay because it drove liberals crazy to see a handsome, charismatic, intelligent gay man riotously celebrating conservative principles. He said he was just at being gay in order to troll the left, which interesting way to troll. It is, man. He really he he really method acted the hell out of that. You know, he Daniel Day Lewis did. He's like, no, I'm not just going to not just going to throw a limp wrist and uh and 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 and, and over enunciate my s's i am going to suck a thousand dicks just to annoy people even though i hate every one of them i just had a thought that's a bad thought um zoom is recording internally but we're not wearing headphones which means it's still picking up everything from as you talk and then recording internally no i mean we've we've done recordings like this before and it's always turned out fine so all right, we will see. This could this could be a botched attempt. Um, um, you, you know what this just reminded me of? Like literally right now, I did not plan this out, so I'm not going to be able to do it well. This reminds me of an old comedy bit of mine because my uncle was gay. He's gone now, but he, he, he was gay. My dad actively said once. Is this is this where you would close by sucking a thousand dicks on stage and then yelling? I'm not really gay. This was all a was all a ruse. Something like that. You. No, my my dad said, okay, their mother, my grandmother, was abusive. Uh, she was in an unhappy marriage with my grandfather, so she beat the shit out of the kids. And my dad's take was that his brother, my uncle, quote, turned gay to be an embarrassment to the family because back then in the 50s, being gay was so stigmatized that he was lashing out and trying to get back at his mom for being an abusive mother. Interesting. And so my joke was, 
I I'm, I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head, but my joke was when I was a teenager, I was angry too. Everybody's an angry teenager. You know, you have a chip on your shoulder, but I never took it so far as, Oh yeah, dad. Uh, I hate you. I hate this family. You people are full of shit. And to just show you how angry I am, I'm going to start taking it up the ass. That, that to me seems like a, a non-starter. That's not how you work. Dude, your joke just made me sad. What was that shit? That was, you, you went full Hannah Gatsby on the second half of that special. Oh, I've just, I, I just talked it, but there, there were punchlines when I did the joke. I just explained the joke because I'm not trying to do bits here on the podcast. That's what well, that's dude. That's, that's where you made the mistake on stage. You should have just gone with the sad version you gave me and you would have a Netflix special. Now people would be calling you I'm brave and headphones stuff. on because now our, my furnace is kicking on. There's going to be so much background noise on this. It's going to make me angry. I don't know. I'm not hearing any furnace, man. I think you're all right. Cause that's a pretty directional mic. So it's. I mean, the whole purpose of that is it kind of blocks out a lot of the ex excess oh, noise. It's not like right where you're talking, you know? Nope, wrong one. I'll just plug it in there. All right. Again, good pod as, as we, this is, this is, you'd think this is our first pod as we try to <laughs> figure everything out. But um, how long, so here's a question. How long do you think Milo stays ex-gay before he has to either give in to who he really is? I love his quote. Every once in a while, the Lord sends you a sign, and, and he did. So he's he's gone straight for God in a way. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing another six months or so. I, I mean, he's not... He, he knows this is a bit. I mean, this isn't him really being conflicted with anything. This is this is him doing something to get attention. Um, I, I don't know. Six more months, maybe a year. Um, and that's all he does is attention. Like he says somewhere in the article that, well, he said he turned gay just to troll people. So now how do you take someone at their word when they say, oh, I only do shit in order to make other people angry? Well, then that's why you're doing this. You know, obviously, that's why you're doing this. Well, he was even saying stuff on, they were asking him, so how long have you been in, 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 you, you know, turn you straight camp therapy or, or whatever that shit is. And he said something like six months, you know, and this is like a month ago. And they were like, have you actually had sex with a woman yet? And he was like, no, not yet. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> it's like, dude, come, come on. Like you could, and look, I, I'm not all gay men kind of act and talk feminine but with him you can hear it in the damn voice milo what are you talking about this i love pussy no no you don't milo stop it this is crazy you know what you just made me think of and this is a horrible thing to say um you know the band neon trees i yeah it's been a while but yeah they have a couple hits i yeah. i discovered them because of a serious xm advertisement it was they were pushing free Sirius XM in all new cars. And so a car pulled up at a stop sign and a series of tour buses pulled up behind the car. So the advertisement was when you're in your car, you're bringing all these bands with you by having Sirius XM you have. And the person's flipping through the stations. And when she finally settled on one, um, they, the camera cut to inside a bus and the guy, the bus driver turned to the back and said, neon trees, you're up. And the neon trees were just waiting on the bus and they looked and went, oh, and then their song started. And it was so catchy that that's a, like it was a really catchy tune. But in the one to two seconds that the neon trees appeared in the commercial, I just had the thought. I'm like, oh, that's a, oh, well, he's gay. Like, I just had that thought. 
And then I learned a little about them. And I'm like, yeah, he's very obviously gay, the singer. But then I started reading about them and they're Mormons. They come from Utah. I'm like, wait a second. How do you square that circle? Turns out they're all four married to Michelle Bachman. Well, then it goes even further is that he's not gay. And I'm like, wait a second. No, 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 no. My gaydar is not that wrong. I pegged him as gay within a second of seeing him. Well, then five, six years later, he comes out of the closet and said he's really been trying hard to work out the whole being gay and being a Mormon thing. And it was really interesting. But what you just said about Milo, look, there's either you're gay or you're straight and and whatever you are, we accept you for who you are. But it was just funny that, it, like you say, Milo's trying to pretend to be something he's not. And I took one look at this guy. I'm like, oh, he's gay. Good for him. I don't care. But then to read, no, he's straight. No, you're not. I, I could tell in one second you were straight. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny when you listen to the podcast because at first he's sort of not talking as much and he has a little bit of a lower voice and then it slowly, slowly, slowly uh, fades back into Milo Yiannopoulos by the end of the podcast. And, and he that's the way he sounds about, about, about halfway. In, it's just he's just talking normal again. So you can tell he's trying to act up front like this is the new Milo. I'm going to be very serious. And then wait a second. Oh, you've got me all excited. Now I'm talking. Yeah, it's like that. It's pretty funny. Well, this is also one of those stories that I talk about, like where I say that I think it's underreported. I don't know that this needs to be reported all that well because he's an attention whore and nobody should give him attention. But I do think I would like to. This is something that should be bookmarked. So six months from now, when he's back to, you know, being gay, um, it can be pointed out like, yeah, you're a hypocrite and a liar like you've always been. Right. Well, I mean, he is a legit funny dude. If you listen to him in interviews and stuff, I mean, he's he's funny. He's quick. He's, you know, um, he's at least interesting to listen to that. That said, I mean, yeah, he he pretty much screwed himself by. um, He was like, like blabbering on about pedophiles and almost going on like a pro pedophile rant or something so now that i think about it maybe maybe he keeps this little act up for for longer than i initially thought because then what's what's sort of your your reason for why why did you defend pedophilia that's got that's always going to be a tough one well you know to to right-wing evangelicals and stuff he could be like well i was actually tricked by satan and the gays huh the devil's rainbow that's what fucking had my mind all muddled up i didn't that wasn't me talking it was it was the devil and elton john you know like that's that that can be kind of his now he'll never be any kind of mainstream figure but he could at least have some sort of um i don't know fred phelps westboro baptisty clout Okay, I but it does make it interesting to wonder what now he's going to be blowing dudes this whole time. Don't, 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 oh, don't right, right, right. I'm just wondering that that's that's a good examination right there because it is interesting to try and suss out what his end game is in all of this. Why he other other than the fact maybe he doesn't play 3D chess. Maybe he is only thinking in the moment. What can I get attention for today? Oh, I'm gay. I'll be for Trump and I'll be all in for Trump. Oh, Trump lost. Um, now I'm no longer gay. Take that. Like, I, maybe there is no maybe maybe to wonder what he's doing it for is to overthink it. And he's just doing it because he needs the attention now, because that's his fuel is attention. Right. I mean, it could be either one. But I, I'm also like it, it does make sense going the um, 
since his since his sort of thing that really got him in hot, hot water was like a sexual thing. To, yeah, to he did that on go, Rogan, correct? What's up? He, he he gave that interview on Rogan where he talked about the mentoring and sometimes a young boy yeah. and an older man. Yeah, and then it kind of came out years later. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, people absolutely. just kind of dug it up and found it. You know, it came out and, after the celebrated "Call Me by My Name" movie with Army Hammer, where they're like, "Oh, this movie is so beautiful about a thirty-year-old man and a fourteen-year-old boy, or whatever that was." <laughs> I, I, didn't I didn't see it, one. but it was funny. The Hollywood celebrated that like like it was a great awakening when it's really a fucking old man and a teenage boy. <laughs> yeah, which is what uh, Milo had said, and he got condemned for. Kevin Spacey gave that movie seven thumbs up. Uh, he he loved it. Well, speaking of sex, keeping it on the sex level, uh, the guy who used to play Barney, I love you, you love me. I don't know the song, but it's something like that. He he is really into love because he is now uh, running a tantric sex business. He started in 2004. I don't know how long... Uh, David Joyner was Barney or, but uh, for three to four hours, he is a Tantra massage specialist and spiritual leader. Um, female clients, the only clients he expects or accepts female can receive a ritual bath, chakra balancing and massage. And also on the menu, cosmic mind blowing orgasms. When the penis and the vagina, as he calls lingam and yoni meet, there's a certain energy that takes place in the on the body that alone that hands on the body alone cannot create. So so if I'm just giving you a massage, that's nice. But, you know, there's a certain energy when it comes to sex. And so even though even through a G spot massage, it's not the same as sex. So he is straight up offering uh, happy endings. Well, it's it, it's good to see a celebrity give back to the community. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I knew the entire I always said, uh, you know. Years ago, when Barney was big, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Sting under there. I No, I'm telling you, it's Sting under there. No one believed me. Well, you know, what's funny is what he has is he has of currently, uh, currently 30 clients. So you're not going to live off that 350 times 30. They'd have to go. Well, if they go once a month, that's not bad. I'm not good at math. Um, but he calls them goddesses. Why does that sound familiar, Jake? Oh yeah, I had an ex that was in a cult where they where they they called them goddesses. Well, all, doesn't it also smack of uh, Corey Feldman or Corey Haim, whichever one's still alive, and his angels? And didn't Charlie Sheen tour with goddesses? Did they? Yeah, I mean it's a very it's a very sex culty term. Yes, Absolutely. it is. He was a he was a software analysis for six years uh, after graduating from ITT. His current work in tantric sex shares many similarities to another job he held from 91 to 2001, 10 years, that of Barney. <laughs> I'm not sure where he, the energy I brought up while in the costume is based on the foundation of Tantra, which is love. Everything stems, grows, and evolves from love. Even when you have emotionally blocked energy, the best way to remove it is through love and then replace it with God's divine love. Love heals and allows you to continue to grow. So not only is he the ex-Barney guy, he is embracing it. He's saying, no, no, me getting paid to uh, finger bang you and then bang you is the same energy I brought to telling kids to love one another. He is full on saying everything he does is about love, loving kids in a you know purely good way, teaching kids to love, and then loving the kid's mom in a very sexual way. 
good on yeah, him. I, I love, I like this. I wish I had thought of this years ago before I was married. Yeah. If you think it sounds weird in print, he's still in the Barney character. You know what I mean? They come <laughs> in and he's just like, Hey, come in goddess. Duh, pull up a yoga mat. I'm now going to sing you a song called age is just a number with my new friend, R Kelly, you know, and then they just run the fucking sex cult together. Him and R. Uh, going off what you said, for many in the West, the word Tantra conjures up images of Sting engaging in seven-hour marathon sex, but the practice has roots in both Buddhism and Hinduism. So so th- this is what I would want to know, is last week we talked about yoga in Alabama, frightening Alabamans, thinking that, oh, if they get into yoga, they're going to leave Jesus for Vishnu. So what are... Um, evangelicals more afraid of marathon sex with this man or the Hindu Buddhist aspect of it, which do they like less the, uh, uh, a man getting paid to have sex to, to swoop their women or the, the religious aspect. That's what I want to know. I mean, I, I don't know, but now I, I hate, I hate that you bring up the evangelicals because as, as much as I disagree with them on everything, I know I remember one of them was yelling at me like, listen, if you guys legalize gay marriage now in about seven years, people are going to be fucking dinosaurs, you know? And I was like, that's not, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Shut up, you bigoted old fuck. And <laughs> here we go, you know? Uh, well, sadly, I, I hate to, to burst any woman's bubble. And here, first of all, uh, when you think of, of seven-hour marathon sex, I just think of one word, chafing. Um, it's one of those things where marathon sex sounds like a good idea, but in practice, I, I don't think it uh, actually would be as fun as, as anyone would imagine. It's more like a teenage thing, like, dude, fucking for a long time is awesome. But yeah, It sounds um, great for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, and then after that, well, here here's where he gives up the secret. Um, anybody is it can cocaine? Have tantri- What's that? Is it cocaine? No, it's even better than that. Anybody can have tantric sex. Anybody can, and he's not saying this. I am. I'm about to tell you what the secret is that that he his words. But any anybody listening, you or I, Jake, any single person could have marathon four, five, seven hour sex. And here is his quote. Joyner very much believes in his practice. Quote, once the lingam penis is inside the yani vagina, there's a technique where you don't even move. You're harmonizing spiritually and consciously as you're looking into each other's eyes and you're feeling each other's energy. Okay. If you're not moving, yeah, you're not going to come. You can just sit there for as long as you want without friction. Neither of you is achieving orgasm. Yeah, that's and, basically what it is. You just kind of lay there and you, you're almost like you're meditating. Yes, um, that that's the most boring sex I have ever read. If yeah. you think that there's a porn with tantric sex, that would be the least interesting porn you've ever watched. Yeah, it looks like a damn snuff film. Doesn't look like anyone's alive. Hi, sweet buddy. Oh, you're, what do you need, buddy? Did, you, when you, is the garage sale? I in the bedroom, buddy. So yeah, you, you tell a kid repeatedly what you're doing, and just gonna keep barging in. So happy listening, everyone. Ask Good him what he, his opinion on Barney's sex cult is. I don't think he knows who Barney is. Barney is well before no, his time, thankfully. Funny. I did not have to put up with that shit. He he does though watch some absurd shit that I can't even begin to name. That is just at least Barney talked about love. There is some 
fucking I, I I just make him turn them off. I'm like, buddy, find something else. Dude, those cartoon characters are going to have crazy sex cults in 20 years. Yes, they are. And I will say that uh, tantric tantric classes, I there are a bunch of prudes in there, man. They kicked me out for for yelling, suck my lingam. Yeah, <laughs> suck my lingam. And I'm like, I, 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 we're supposed to have fun here. I want to lick your Yanni, goddammit. Yeah. Yoni. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he, he he refuses to say penis and vagina. He says lingam and yoni or yani. I don't know. Yanni's a singer. Isn't Yanni the new age? Uh, yeah. He's that's married to that woman. Now that's from, the guy I thought would have the sex cult. Jesus Christ. What's yes. Yanni doing? Him and Fabio. Yeah. Each I, of them with the hair. God only, yeah, if Barney's doing this, God only knows what y- Yanni's up to. Yanni's probably got a fucking island somewhere. We're going to find out about in like 15 years. Well, there is someone in here. I missed uh, the name. I'm looking for it. Uh, he, there is pushback. Uh, I strongly uh, disagree with this, says Rose. And I don't know who Rose is because I'm you know, not reading the article word for word. Uh, I can't say there's never a place for intercourse. It's part of the tantric tool set. But in a client-practitioner relationship, it's almost never needed, especially for healing purposes. I don't think he's talking about healing, though. I don't think Barney dude is talking about healing. He's literally talking about boning. He, he His... his yeah, his advertising, his billboard is massage and orgasm. So there's so much risk to adding trauma when intercourse is involved. Well, the trauma is someone's going to fall in love with him. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. Kimberly Resnick Anderson, a sex therapist and professor. Even even porn stars in California use a condom. It's the law for him. Oh, he doesn't use condoms for him. Not to use condoms is medically unethical and irresponsible. He's trying to start a uh, who died the other week. He's trying to have nine kids in a goddamn pandemic. Barney, shame on you. Yeah, he's he's trying to he's trying to create a, a. a cult of his own. Like he not only does he have a sex cult, he wants like a David Koresh uh, family cult. He wants a Charlie Manson, like all the, the kids and, and babies. I hope that he, that he doesn't wear condoms, but he does make everyone wear masks. <laughs> yes. Like the, all the orgies that get busted in New York and France that we've talked about on this podcast in past where they were arrested, not just for the orgy, but for violating COVID protocols. Except for the guy in the purple dinosaur outfit. That did count as a mask. And here's a picture of him dressed in a like a, a full-on white robe with his arms up like, I am a cultist, follow yeah. me. Plus, uh, plus the guy that got busted in the dinosaur outfit here turned out to be Governor Cuomo anyway. So they were like, I, I guess we got to let him go. Yeah. What's hilarious is this article is just super long. It, it reads like a... Uh, I mean, for an article on Barney having sex, it's they're really going deep unnecessarily. So, but all right, moving on. Um, I this headline caught my eye, not for the headline, but for the way they wrote about it. Man arrested at Kid Rock's bar for removing colostomy bag and swinging it around. <laughs> Raise your colostomy bag in the air and shake it like you just don't care. It's Kid Rock's bar. Kid Rock's big ass honky talk rock and roll steakhouse on Lower Broadway in Nashville. Um, I hate to make a cheap joke, but isn't that just his demographic right there? I mean, it's Kid Rock. He looks perpetually unwashed and like he's wearing a colostomy bag. That's true. I mean, how do we know that it wasn't actually Kid Rock that that was doing this? I, I I think this is a cover up, man. Good goddamn point. This was the third time police had been in contact with the man that night. He had previously refused medical attention both times. See, now this is the problem with uh, 
people talk about the police using too much violence at, at some point if they if they bump into him three times in a night what what happened to three strikes and you're out at what point do they arrest him throw him in the back of a paddy wagon is this it like oh the first time yeah we just had a talking to second time a talking to oh the third time when he's whipping his colostomy bag around a restaurant that's when he gets arrested yeah yeah you know i i i'm a progressive guy but i do not live in liberal fantasy land everybody wants to abolish the cops until someone's waving a colostomy bag around kid rock's bar then, then what are you going to do? Well, I do want to give a shout out to Aaron Ryan, the reporter who wrote this story, because uh, he does have the line in here. This is a direct line from the story. There's no word on, there's no word yet on what charges the man is facing, parentheses. It's probably ass alt, am I right? Question mark with ass in all caps and assault. So it's assault, but ass is written in all caps and A-U-L-T is lowercase. So, so good on you for that uh, super clever, witty, uh, witty wordplay in there. Report. You know, puns. He got it. Perfect. And then there's a tweet from a guy named Kevin Walters. I'm not, I am, I'm not, this is I'm, I'm just, I, I paused because it's so poorly written, but this is a tweet. I am. I'm not comfortable being in the same bar with someone swinging his colostomy beer around years old. OK, yeah. So that didn't need to be there. It just caught my eye. That, All that right. That was a Yelp review. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> the wings were better than average. Didn't expect great wings at Kid Rock's bar. However, <laughs> however, slightly ruined by the by the swinging colostomy bag in the corner flinging poop unnecessary i still think i still am standing with my conspiracy theory i think kid rock has a fall guy for cases like this i think they arrested his patsy yes kid rock did it someone else is in the pokey because of it <laughs> the colostomy bag swinging was an inside job god damn it hey it makes no less sense than a fake moon landing or uh microchipping vaccines it's just as reasonable if not more so I yeah, we gotta let's get on eight chan, man. Let's get this rumor spreading. Speaking of rumors, our final story. This came and went really fast, and I actually I feel bad bringing this up because I like the fact that this that this story just shit the bed. It didn't go anywhere. It was a headline, but it didn't blow up. It didn't uh, like it used to. Like if this had happened in December, it would be big news. But it is now. What is it? May? I already forgot. January, February, March, April, May. Yeah, it's May and it's not news. And I kind of like that. And I feel guilty for bringing it up, but I'm going to do it anyway. Trump hints at Mar-a-Lago that biased Arizona recount could be the road to the White House. He gave a little speech at Mar-a-Lago talking about the recount that's happening in Arizona. The third recount, by the way, there were two previous ones that were certified. And now I love this so much. The recount in Arizona now is being handled by a private firm with ties to the January 6th insurrection. Nothing biased about that. Completely legitimate there. I wonder what they're going to find. But he is still, Trump is still saying that he could end up back as president during Biden's terms. term. I mean, he is the energizer bully, uh, energizer bunny of bullshit and I, I, I'm glad it's not news, but I, I love him for continuing down the path and continuing to slam those symbols together. Yeah, I. 
Yeah, the, the people that were at the fucking crowd of that speech, man, that are cheering him on. I'm like, what do you? We he he got another group of you assholes just like you guys to go fucking storm the Capitol and then threw them under the bus the next day. Like, yes, he, this is still your guy. And then his last day in office. Did he pardon any of those people that threw away their lives for him? No, he nope. pardoned the guy who ripped them off and bought a boat. That's crazy. What what I like about it, and I didn't think of this when I put it there. I just I, I I put stories up in my tab and I click them randomly. So this is actually very nice that this worked out. This is a perfect bookend to Milo Yiannopoulos because Milo is all over the place. He's scattershot. I'm a gay conservative. I'm in your face. Nope, I'm not gay anymore. I'm still in your face. At least Trump is consistent. You have to appreciate him for that because when people follow him, they know exactly what they're getting. Like you just said, yeah, they're all in. They're cheering, knowing full well everything he's done. And God bless all of them for it. God bless Trump for maintaining the course. And God bless those idiot people who think that for some reason, even though everything in his history shows that he will take what he wants and leave anybody behind in his wake once he's done with them, that they think they're different, that they think, no, no, he's got my best interest at heart. I, I absolutely love it. I, I could eat it up like dessert every no, day. No, yeah, anybody, anybody still believe in him at this point, I that's that's someone who still has a Microsoft Zoom in, in, in one of their in one of their, their dresser drawers because they still think that's coming back. That might that might beat out the Apple products. That's the best part of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh two when they give him a zoom at the end. That was so funny. I I didn't I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see Guardians? That's a good movie. All right, Jake, you got anything fun going on this week? You got the Love Gurus podcast every Thursday live on YouTube. Yep, check that out. Um, we're going to start doing those in person again, so that'll that'll be fun. We're still going to keep doing them on YouTube. Uh, just got to figure out the camera situation. But, uh, yeah, every single Thursday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Nice. I, as you listen to this, everyone, it is the beginning of the week, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What are those dates? I can't do math. Let me pull the 13, 14, 15, May 13, 14, 15. I will be in Colorado Springs, Colorado, as opposed to Colorado Springs. I don't know, Arkansas, Colorado Springs, Colorado at Looney's Comedy Corner. So if you are hearing this and you are anywhere near Colorado Springs, come on out and see me. I will make you giggle. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for clicking share and thanks for clicking like. And if you have a moment, thanks for writing a good review about us. All right. Bye-bye. Later. Later.